Otro podcast de mierda. Otro podcast de mierda. Otro podcast de mierda. Otro podcast de mierda. Today's episode is brought to you by the Meat Sweats. You ever eat so much meat that you start sweating uncontrollably? Good news! It's actually better coming out than it is going in, and your arteries will thank you later. The Meat Sweats! What's up with your weed? Tell me what's going what's on. What's up with your weed? What's up? What's up with your weed? Oh, yeah. What is up with your week? Tell me about your week, man. Dude, uh, I'm having a great week. I had our monthly comedy show at Three Weavers that I've been plugging along on the podcast for a while. That was uh, this past Monday on Memorial Day. We had a great turnout, uh, great comedians, and our next uh, stand-up show at Three Weavers Brewing Company in Inglewood will be on Tuesday this time, Tuesday, June 26th. Um, also did a little table read for a short film that I wrote that we're filming and uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. I'm really excited. Uh, so a lot of big things coming around. Cool. Uh, Nick, what is going on with your week? So this past week, I flew into Chicago and had a couple meetings with a couple theaters there, and they went really well, so maybe some things will come from that. Drove up around Wisconsin, the Upper Peninsula, and down to Detroit for my cousin's wedding. Real side note, when I was in the UP, UPU I rediscovered... UPU betcha. Yeah. I rediscovered how beautiful it is, and there's a, there's a national park up there called... Um, Kichiti Kippi, and it's this natural spring, sulfur spring, that's off of an, it's an offshoot of a river, and it's 45 feet deep, and you can see clearly to the bottom. Whoa. Clearly wow. to the bottom, and there's like three foot lake trout in there. Gorgeous. It's incredible. Um, can you that's catch a big them? fish. That's <laughs> a big fish. <laughs> you can't catch them. Uh, can you chase them? Probably. <laughs> noodle. Noodle. Yeah. <laughs> um, and got to Detroit, saw my cousin get married. They both said yes. It was a really good time. Everyone got... <laughs> Hammered and it's lucky. Yeah, sigh of relief, right? <laughs> uh, so that's what's going on in in my week. Zay is our yo, guest yo. for the uh, for this episode. Zay Harding. Um, Zay, what's going on in your well, week? Well, what's up, everybody? What's up with my week? Uh, I didn't realize how busy I am. I'm constantly working on things. I have my feet in a lot of fires, and so basically, I bartend and then I audition. And also, uh, I had a lot of I have a lot of things kind of happening right now. Um, I'm doing a, uh, it's a web series on LA history, but it's, it's like really raw and it's kind of like found footage that, cool. yeah, the facts are real, but the way we do it is like really fun, like really unprofessional and immature and it's going to be fun to watch. <laughs> um, doing this podcast with you guys. I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, thank you for having me. And this is just another shitty podcast, you know, but we all know that it's, it's way better than that. <laughs> Don't try to tell us it sucks because we already told you. Okay. Um, but thanks for your time, listeners. Uh, <laughs> I'm also, also, this weekend, I'm shooting a trailer for a TV pilot that um, a friend wrote, but he put me in as the lead, so I'm really excited. Uh, Fuck yeah. English accent. I play Jack the Ripper, so Whoa. I'm pretty excited about that. And then... Monday through Thursday, I'm going to be in Reno shooting my own pilot for a travel uh, series I'm doing Damn. called Couchsurfing USA, and where I go across country targeting adventurous, and um, they show me where they go for fun in their backyard. So it's going to be local knowledge, the best insight of what, what to do. And then they take me to their favorite restaurant. We go in the kitchen, do a bit of a foodie show, 
uh, with a chef and then also a favorite bar and they and we do like a guest bartending thing since I bartend. Damn. We'll uh, show off what local drinks they're drinking around there. And then I sleep on their couch with a couch cam and, and I give them a little <laughs> I give them a little rating. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So very busy time yeah, for busy me. Busy right week. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Just another week in LA. All right, let's send it to Trent for the weather report. Nicholas? Oh, oh, oh my God. I, uh, I, th- I, think, I think I see a cloud, a, a, a dark cloud, perhaps a, a, a rain cloud. I think I smell, I think I smell precipitation. I think we're going to, I think we're going to finally get the rain Los Angeles needs. I, 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 can't, I can't believe it, Nick. I got to stop you right there, Trent. It's 75 and sunny outside. No! All right, public. On this week's episode, I've got a very special guest, a very good friend of mine, who I've known for four years, I think? More. More than four years. Yeah. Uh, Zay Harding. Five, five years? Yeah. Zay Harding, um, one of the best people you'll ever meet is on the show. The crowd goes wild. He's on the show today, um, and he's going to tell us all about what's going on in his world. Um, I met Zay. Uh, he was a bartender while I was barbacking at a, at a bar up, uh, up on Sunset, and he taught me everything I needed to know about the restaurant business and everything that I needed to know about uh, the entertainment business as well, so we're happy to have him on. I taught him everything he knows, but not everything I know. <laughs> hey. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> Welcome to the show, dude. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Nick, as he's just said, is a very good friend of mine. I've always taken a liking to Nick. Uh, he reminds me of a younger version of myself. <laughs> uh, and not just in looks, just his, uh, his energy and his humor. Um, so I can I can gladly say you're going places, dude. <laughs> Proud of this Thanks, podcast this and everything you do. Alternate 1985 or, eight, or 55, like Back to the Future, like yep. Yeah, you're seeing Trent's your, your dad and you Anyway, speaking of going places, yeah, you're going places all the time. This I'm man constantly... is in. He's got his hands in so many pots. Yeah, I'm I'm very blessed to be traveling a lot in my life. Um, I as one one thing that you want to do when you move out to LA or probably anywhere uh, where you're pursuing something that isn't guaranteed like acting is you want to have a, a bread and butter and for me that's always been bartending so it's a fun way to make money it's fast um, you're constantly socializing uh, which yeah. is important as an actor because you got to have people skills especially if yeah. you're hosting something and early on I lucked out with um, you know a job that that took me on uh, on these things so i've been doing this for about 14 years Whoa. and um bartending is great also because your flexible schedule mm-hmm. like you you always have somebody wanting to take your shift that night mm-hmm. you know ready and willing and at yeah. the drop of a hat like yes i'll do it and and you can do it for others as well and we're all pretty much in the same boat mm-hmm. in that sense so it's it's helpful to to be in that world um yeah, so Globe Trekker has blossomed into started off as Treks in the Wild World, mm-hmm. which was they did they did an entire search throughout the country from New York actually it was the casting office and they found me out here. Cool. Um, the they picked two guys and two girls and it, it was we were gonna go show off all the places you could do 
outdoor adventure stuff throughout the country and, and in nearby uh, areas like Canada and, and Mexico. And they picked me and Bradley Cooper and then uh, two other girls that we stayed with it, but Brad had a, an aggressive agent who said, this guy's going to be a star. And this was literally when he was nobody. This was his first gig. Okay. And, uh, and it's been fascinating watching him just get yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger and more of a star and then, you know, nominations and awards and stuff. So, so that's been inspiring and exciting for myself too, because at that point I realized anybody can do this. Yeah. You know, I always thought, Oh, the stars, they have to be mm-hmm. connected or whatever, but you, you create your own path. And, but my wife pointed on, pointed out early on that By the way, wife is Laura Harding. Laura is an absolute saint, absolute best woman in the world. Like how long have you all been married? We've been married for 16 years. You oh, wow. met her at the bar, uh, didn't you? M- she was working a month and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll be 17. Yeah. We met actually at a restaurant, a Yamashiro restaurant, uh, above, I don't know what it's called now. They keep changing the name, but it was Grauman's yeah. Chinese Theater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or it, it was Man's Chinese right Theater. Right there on the top of the hill. Yeah. There's a, a beautiful romantic spot which overlooks all of LA, all the way to the water, to the Dodger Stadium, all over downtown LA, Beverly Hills, everywhere. And uh, yeah, we met up there. And, and then she moved over to Red Rock, which turned into State. I'm mm-hmm. still there. Um, she brought me over there as well. Uh, yeah. So that's that's been a cool world. And... Treks in a Wild World was what that first show was called. That morphed into uh, Globe Trekker, which was called Lonely Planet at the time, which is a video version of the travel guidebook of anywhere you go. Um, so we would show you what to eat, where to go, what the music's like. We'd cover festivals, uh, do on the beaten path, off the beaten path, and where to stay. And, and our job as hosts uh, was to make the audience feel what we're feeling that they can't really experience because they're not there. Mm. So really try to give them uh, a report of what it's like. And I remember early on, the boss said, you're in a position where people are going to love to watch you, but they're going to hate you because you're doing exactly what they want to do. And yeah. wonder, why did this guy get the job and not yeah, yeah. me? So it's a, it's a delicate role uh, where you always have to be humble and... and uh, be curious. How cool. long? Uh, how long have you been doing Globe Trekker now for? Yeah, for fourteen years Four. uh, plus, probably. How um, often are you? Did uh, it take you out on that? Great question. So it varies from year to year. There's a bunch of different hosts. There's usually like a core of six of us that are in rotation, and it's a, a pool of freelancers who get paired up, different shoots, and okay. usually get like a month warning saying, "Hey, are you free to do this?" and the answer is always yes. <laughs> and this because is on a PBS, As much as you right? like yeah, working on, in the bar, it beats working in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does, yeah. yeah. I mean, the bar is great, and it yeah. is, it's great for what it is. You've got an adventurous it, soul, man. You want to go. Yeah, exactly. I, it always, I think I'm able to work in the bar for that long because, with a good attitude, because I'm getting out constantly. And, yeah. And so, to answer your question, Trent, it, it's usually uh, three to five times a year we get out. And each wow. trip is about... Uh, two to three weeks. Cool. Yeah, and what? we really cover a country while we're there, and it's, we get like access, special access to things that you wouldn't normally get to do as a tourist because we work with their government, we work with their tourism board, and they're, they're a, wanting to show off. Yeah, this is like free marketing for exactly. Them too. They know this is a great way to to film coverage in a professional, smart way. Where's been uh, one of your 
maybe your your favorite spot or top three favorite spots. Or... Yeah, any particular thing uh, that stands out? I remember falling in love with Argentina. Um, it, it we did we were there for a month and we did wow. their version of Route sixty six to America. So it's called Ruta Cuarenta. It's Route forty. It goes from the top of the country all the way to the bottom uh, through Patagonia and Whoa. and to the really the they call it the end of the world which is the bottom of the, the South America. And it is just so beautiful. And it just, every time, it, each, it, it's in segments that are different worlds. And each time you get through the next world, you think, how do you beat that? And they do. And it just keeps getting better and better and better. And uh, it's mind-blowingly beautiful. And there's great steak throughout the whole oh, country. Wow. And it's really cheap. And they're known for their their Malbec wines, which yes. the French gave to them because Malbec means bad taste. They said, <laughs> we can't, this is crap, you know, take it. And so they took it and because they're higher up, you know, cleaner water and cleaner mountain air and sunny, it, it flourished and it started winning awards. And they said, yeah. well, we want it back. They said, take it because you're going to be in the same conditions. It's not the great it's <laughs> yeah. the conditions. So French took it back and they realized, yeah, you're right, it still sucks. Oh, so no, make sure when you get a Malbec, it's from Argentina. <laughs> oh no, we suck again. Mendoza is like where it's at. And yeah, so that, that, that's one of my favorite places. And we did that as a road trip. Um, so we, wow. yeah, just driving through was, was the, the way to take in a country. And what, what would you say uh, in terms of culture? Or people, where would you say is the uh, been either the, uh, the warmest or just like inviting or because sometimes you know as a, as Americans is, you know people when we travel some yeah, folks have whether kind it's of an true or right? perception yeah it seems like Americans are not wanted in a lot of countries especially right now yeah in fact I that is kind of true and it's because of the way we we approach these places like. Like we're the shit, and you guys, you know, we're better than you. It, yeah, it, yeah, it's a, it's a, almost like an underlying tone that Americans carry with them wherever they go. That this is, I paid for this vacation. I'm going to do what I want. But it's really important when you go to a place to just be humble and yeah. look around and try to immerse yourself in what they're doing rather than showing off what you do back at home. That reminds me a lot of, you are native Hawaiian. Yeah. And that reminds me a lot of Hawaiian culture. Yes. Yeah. That actually, that's, that's probably the, the warmest you'll get. Although you hear horror stories of, you know, tourists that, that go there and get, um, they get bullied and stuff. But, but really if they open up to you, they'll, they open up across the islands. Like they will, they will take you in and, and show mm. you around and, and make sure you're okay, make sure you're fed, uh, you know, your essentials. And, and in Hawaii, they don't have a lot to give, but they will make sure you're, you're properly fed. But yeah, I think everywhere around the world has been really, really good to me. Um, so it's, I think if you approach it with that attitude. Yeah. But also to answer your question, uh, Antarctica was a, amazing for me. I think yeah, growing up in a place with no people, in, yeah, yeah, it was it was so special because of all the wildlife. Like they're unthreatened. You feel it that they'll come up to you and and swim right up to you because they want to know what the and, fuck you are. And, yeah, and sea lions, Whoa. which which are like known for being super super dangerous, but you're they come right up to you and and they're curious and they don't feel threatened. So it's it's 
it's untouched and, and it's a beautiful, and they, and they do a great job of keeping it that way. You can only actually get onto land here and there in special places where it's not going to disrupt the, the natural environment. Wow. But um, that was a special one, sleeping on the ice, you know. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and, and it is calving, it's melting fast, you know, seeing it while we were there happened a lot more frequently than I thought. Mm. It's pretty powerful when it happens, like buildings collapsing into water, but uh, you talk to people that have been stationed out there for a couple of years and it's receding by like a mile and a half within a few years. Oh, that's, oh, man. that's fast. That's raising the water temperatures, uh, the water levels. It's all, we can pretend to deny it, but it's, it's happening and it's going to be affecting us. It already is. Yeah. Yeah. And so that show, Globe Trekkers, turned into, uh, we're doing spin-offs now, still in the Globe Trekker time slot on PBS. Cool. And it's shown around the world in different stations. It's on airplanes. It's on Discovery UK. Or, it is on airplanes. I yeah. watched you when I was... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> where so a lot of people cool. take a picture of you yeah. and send it. Yeah. Uh, but we, we did a, a spin-off of Tough Trains, and then we did Tough Boats. Now we're doing tough trucks. I did Guatemala. What's, what's tough about these uh, well, vehicles? See, uh, <laughs> Guatemala was tough because you're going up through mountains. It's very, very mountainous and, and muddy. Uh, they've got buses that they have to shuttle people. Mm-hmm. And they what they do is they transport buses down from America, old school buses. They have to drive through the Mexico and pay off. You know, people that, like the mafia that's protecting, mm-hmm. they all want in on it because they know this is a business now, bringing these buses down. Yeah. And they then they soup out the engines with truck engines and take them up into the hills to transport people. Uh, we tell the story of of the bus or the 4x4, depending what whatever we can find that yeah. we're using. So we tell that story along the way and then we cover the places we stay as a travel show as well. So it's... It's still the same show, but it's a different format because we focus a little more on the journey to get there and cool. who's taking us, what's their story. Uh, we did Siberia last month. We're doing Ethiopia next month. So, wow. yeah, it's, it's fun and keeps, keeps me learning all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, real quick, yeah. before we wrap up, uh, besi- I mean, <laughs> besides the show, yeah, yeah. but besides all this awesome like, world traveling, <laughs> yeah. uh, what else do you got going on, okay, man? So I'm also a father. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. Baby Scarlett. Yeah, Scarlett Olivia. She's amazing. She's a year and seven months right now, and she's developing in her own personality. Oh. She's very fun, which I'm happy about because her big thing right now. How could she not is, be? I know, but that's his parents. Like, <laughs> we always say, I would love to have us as parents. <laughs> but yeah, her, her latest thing right now is to say boo and just wait for you to go ah. And she cracks up and I go on for hours. Like she doesn't, doesn't you do move back. Uh, and also I, I do paintings. I do murals. And right now I'm working on a brewery in Inglewood, a new brewery called Tortugo. Yeah. Uh, I design their label and they're also, they've got this huge warehouse and they want all their logos and thematic stuff of, of turtles in the Galapagos uh, awesome. scenery all around. Yeah. And I do... Uh, commission paintings on the side as well that mm-hmm. and i'm writing it's the, oh wow i i wish i could have more time it's kind of <laughs> crazy that, but but what's great is all these things are happening and and they are they're, yeah. they're allowing me to do everything uh i wanted to do amazing yeah so that's the world of zay in yeah. a nutshell i can't tell you how much uh, how happy i am that we got you on the show oh thank oh, you yeah. thank oh. you it really means a lot to me 
you're, you're a hero of mine. Well, we're going to watch all of each other just keep, you know, progressing and getting bigger and blowing up, which is, that's, that's what happens as a career. Mm -hmm. You know, if you stay on path, you get there. Well, the more you do, the more you'll keep doing. Yeah. And the more people want work, begets work. Mm-hmm. Oh, amen. Yeah. Thank you, Zay, for coming. Yeah, in. thank you so totally much nice for having me. All right, we'll let you. We'll keep you sticking around. Yeah, yeah. For, for a couple more of these segments, but ladies and gentlemen, Zay Harding. You've got to come back with me. Where? Back to the future. Things I'd like to bring to your attention. I'll go first. I'm getting older, everybody. I value a good night's sleep and dark chocolates better than milk chocolate. There, I said it. Things I'd like to bring to your attention are that as I'm getting older like you, Nick, I begin to think of tomorrow. That's, that's what motivates me to not drink so much that night. I don't have anything to prove anymore. In fact, I'll thank myself tomorrow and drink water as you drink beer or alcohol. You'll thank yourself in the morning. Along those lines, things I'd like to bring to your attention, I was in Denver, Colorado last uh, week. Uh, here in Los Angeles, we're at sea level. Denver is a mile high, high, and alcohol hits you about twice as hard there. So having one IPA felt like two, and I definitely felt that the next day. (laughs) You don't even have to be drinking. You feel lightheaded and wow. And It, It does hit you, the altitude. Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. This week in basketball, we're going to talk about burner accounts. <laughs> Apparently, everybody in the NBA has at least one, upwards of five. It's awesome. Probably. Who knows? It's awesome. But the GM from the Philadelphia 76ers, trust the process, uh, just got, uh, he just got plugged by the FBI of all uh, affiliations. Oh my goodness. For uh, having multiple accounts on Twitter where he's literally talking shit. About his own team (laughs) and his own players. Um, He's trying to cover it up right now like he deactivated five accounts as soon as he got popped for two of the accounts. (laughs) So people are like, okay, well he obviously had more and now he's like on damage control calling all of these players like Joel Embiid and he was just like no it's not true like you gotta trust me it's not true and Joel is just kind of like in this position where essentially his boss is talking shit about him and he's probably probably telling the team oh yeah look all these fans feel the same way I do you need to get on it and so it's yeah well like to his face he's talking about how great these players are but then behind their backs on Twitter he's talking yeah. bad shit I can't get over it uh, burner accounts came up a couple years ago with Kevin Durant because he would use other accounts to defend himself against people. It's hilarious. Is this GM, do you think, going to be let go? I don't know. Or because how that works? As far as GMs go, he's doing a fantastic job. Okay. Weird. But right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, also, by the time this drops, the NBA Finals begin, and we've got the Cleveland Cavaliers against the... The Golden State Warriors for the fourth year in a row. And I got to be honest, guys, if LeBron James finds a way to pull off a championship this year, he's the best basketball player of all time. Of all time! Nick Grace said it right now. Nick predicts. He is. Uh, Do we have a Nick predicts section? Nobody (laughs) thought he was going to make it past the second round or the third round. And here he is in the championship with uh, a team whose 
playing like garbage. I don't think the players are garbage because these players have proven elsewhere yeah. that they're really good. So I think something's going on there, but the team is playing like garbage. And we're in for, I think it's going to be a solid, solid finals, and I would not put it past Brown to pull it off. He's past beast mode, and he's in god mode. He's in full-on god mode. But I want the Warriors to win because Draymond Green is a Spartan dog. Damn! So we're moving on to this week in wrestling. Cool. This week in wrestling, um, if you guys watch WWE NXT, which for the listeners that don't know what that is, that's kind of like their developmental league. This is their NXT. It's kind of how they groom their talent, get them ready for like their main uh, programs like Raw or SmackDown. Uh, but NXT has my boy Ricochet, a.k.a. King Ricochet, who's a former PWG champion, the only guy to ever win uh Battle of Los Angeles two times. I saw he's pretty good at front flips. And him and Velveteen Dream are in a little program right now, and they're feuding, and it's fucking awesome. I'm nerding out about it. Um, and yeah, he's like the king of flips and jumps, and it's crazy. He's a small dude, but he's ripped, and it's kind of like shades of a uh, Mysterio almost, re Mysterio. Um, also, a shout out to my homies that work on Lucha Underground. Uh, we've got Justin and Evan, Eric Escobar, uh, fellow comedian, uh, that work on Lucha Underground. That is coming back with an all-new season on June 13th. Big fan of that program as well. Um, they do wrestling uh, with a little bit of um, Mexican, uh, Latin influence, also with longer, uh, more in-depth like storylines, kind of this mysterious Aztec almost uh, influences on their storyline so it's like there's mystical element to it like this one guy's controlled by like a stone which is kind of cool very theatrical um, yeah not it's not just pinatas yeah yeah it's a little bit <laughs> it's, it's not just flips and <laughs> tables um also uh, i want to shout out the folks that are running lucha libre laughs that is a stand-up comedy show and wrestling show um, that's in Denver, Colorado. They're celebrating their five-year anniversary. That is on June 2nd in Denver, Colorado. I was so lucky to be in Denver when they were having a mini show at Ratio Brewery and got to meet a couple of the hosts there. And just want to shout out, give you guys some love. And that's Lucha Libre Laughs. I followed them for a few years on Instagram and randomly stumbled upon their show. And it was um you know, God's plan. Life changing. God's plan. God's plan. That brings us to hip hop. Yes, sir. This week in hip hop is a crazy week, guys. This is a crazy week. I think it's a fantastic Why? week um, in hip hop. It is awesome. We're getting a lot of records that come out. Uh, Pusha T dropped a record. Kanye uh, does tonight, which would be again. Kanye, Kanye? I think Kanye. he does. Kanye is like a recurring theme on this podcast. Yes, he oh, is. Yeah. Every episode. Every episode. <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense. And then ASAP Rocky released. His album, which to be honest, if Brandon's listening, I know he loved that album, but I'm not too crazy about I like ASAP Rocky. Ooh, shots fired at not Brandon's too, taste. Not too crazy. <laughs> More so ASAP Rocky's new record. That Kanye makes sense. Uh, yeah, 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 there you go. I like that. But back to the most important th- thing right now is the newest, the hottest beef in hip hop. That is Drake versus... Push a T. In this corner. Everyone's talking about it. We've got a rap artist that's literally a machine and has not a lot of talent. And on this corner, we've got someone who's... A songwriting machine. A songwriting machine who's dealt Cope much of his adult life. That's all his... Every every song, every record, Push a T's ever come out. It's a new metaphor for Coke. And... 
Here's the deal. I like, I, I'm, I'm a Pusha T fan. I'm a yeah. Pusha T fan. Drake thought it'd be a good idea to call out Pusha T and Kanye West, which is ridiculous because Drake has a lot he owes to Kanye, especially. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's the new thing to rag on Kanye. Yeah. So, flavor of the month. But, uh, I was losing my invite, yeah. There's there's a future president. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Vote Kanye. Yeah. Um, Lord, what no. a first lady that would be. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so there's a fundamental difference between these two guys. Blah, blah, blah. One blah, of them, blah, blah, it's blah, blah. documented <laughs> that he uh, that he has other people write everything for him. Well, everyone Drake. everyone knows that. Yeah, everyone, everyone knows that. Um, and then the other <laughs> he says one, he did it on his own. The yeah. other one, it's documented that he writes all of his own shit. Does a lot of it have to do with cocaine? Yeah, but it's also way more heartfelt. It's well, everything that he's saying is real. I, There's okay. an actual I'm not, history to I'm not it. trying to derail this, but I'm, I am going to de- Oh, I am trying to derail Take it off the rails. What I'm saying is those are all valid points. But most importantly, uh, today we recorded the podcast. Should I say the date? Yes. Yeah, it it's, it's Thursday, May 31st. Currently, the beef, Pusha T is way far in the lead. Oh, overall, overall in a career scope, Drake, you know, his his hits, his money, way, 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 way bigger than Pusha T. Uh, but in terms of this bars for bars, shots fired for shots fired, Pusha T is way in the lead. He could literally, like, fuck up Drake's, like, Adidas sneaker. Uh, have you heard about this? They're releasing this new product line with Adidas, and because of all the shit that Pusha T's been releasing, mm-hmm. that like, um, they're gonna can supposedly it. right that they're gonna have, they may have to go back to drawing board because the PR campaign was him and his kid mm-hmm. that he's officially coming out. I have a kid, mm-hmm. but to use that as oh, a marketing, Pusha T he already said it. yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> First of all, what a terrible father that oh, Drake yeah. is that he's. Yeah. For, first, he hid the fact that he had a child from everything. Not not like, not like the, the public, but apparently himself. Yeah. He just would ignore it. And now he's trained to use his child as a marketing tool. I'm glad Pusha T beat him to it. What a shit fucking father. I mean, that and also there was some love buzz on the on the last diss track with the, uh, what was it, uh, Drake's, Drake's producer. I think... Uh, uh, Pusha T, I can't remember exactly the verse, but Pusha T basically made fun of it. And the dude's got MS. It's like, Drake, it's like, come on, dude. Like, that's Who kind of a low MS? best Drake's producer. So Pusha uh, T was all right, kind but of, then here's That's the, a little much. Yeah, okay. You gotta admit, that's a little much. Leave your PC out of hip hop. Hip hop should was never and okay, never should be okay. PC. All right. All right. But that'd be like, that'd be like, oh, your mom's got cancer. F you, it's like, oh, come on, like... Haven't you ever heard... Come on, man. Haven't you ever heard no Vaseline? Okay, good point. I'll take a seat. Oh. I'll ta- hey, I'll take a back seat. Ice Cube just your shits you're, on him. You're right. And that was uh, This Week in Hip Hop. <laughs> it's about to be a surgical summer. Bad things. It's a lot of bad things. Time for stuff that our friends are doing. My cousin Mikey just got married to Tara last week. I talked hey. about it last. I talked about it in last week's episode, and now they're super married. Congratulations, guys! And I'd like to give a shout out to cool things my friends are doing. Uh, an old classmate, wow. Maya von Geldern, uh, she has started Only Aloha. It's a brand, and it's T-shirts and hats, and she sells them, and, and they're they're cool anyway. But what she's done is she's gotten a lot of people to post them themselves in these these products while they're overseas and in Hawaii but 
Um, if you go to their website, inkandtaylor.com, you can get them. And, and she says, born in Hawaii, made for the world. At a time when the world could use some extra love, a collaborative project is born with the hopes of reminding us all to live and share aloha. Amen. Awesome. Yeah. Things that my friends are doing, I'd like to shout out uh, an old friend of mine. Uh, we met in college. Her name is Patience Randall. She has since started uh, blogging and writing and being like a very big, uh, what would you say, voice or... Um, advocate. Yeah, advocate on uh, social media too. Um, she does all things about book reviews, lifestyle. Uh, she's a big coffee nerd too. And I just saw her post the other day. She's going to be at this book con. It's called the book con. I guess it's like a meet and greet, almost like a comic con for like book enthusiasts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm guessing writers, uh, bloggers, that kind of stuff. So I just want to shout her out. Uh, I know she's been working hard and doing awesome stuff. So if you want to check her out on social media, she's at Ink and Fable. That's Patience Randall at Ink and Fable. Wow, Ink and Fable and Ink and Taylor. Crazy. Boom. Chef <laughs> Lamb. And Ink, uh, your cousin's Ink. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> nasty. No. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. I meant like nasty. Incorporated. Nasty. You guys. All right, now it's time to talk about things <laughs> that plus. we are doing. Hi, Nick Grace. Am doing the last three shows of the story of every amateur play ever performed um, on the 8th, 9th, and 10th of June. Uh, really excited for it. It's going to be a really good time. Uh, about to start shooting a short film with my friend Catherine McCaffrey uh, next week. Really excited about that. Got to lay down some ADR for Panos' music video I talked about last week. Excited for that. And uh, laying down something else, tell you got the job. What I got hey. speaking of laying something else down, my girl's coming in from London tonight, oh, yeah, so I get to spend the next oh, 14 days with her. I'm really freaking excited about it. Yes, what's going on, you Trent? Uh, what is going on with me? Um, oh, I think you forgot one thing, Nicholas. Yeah, your plug. Oh, you're right. Yeah, do is, there it something, is there something that you're doing, Nicholas? Yeah. I forgot. You know, I'm, I'm so new at this, I forgot. I started a podcast. No hey. way. It's called Another Shitty Podcast. But here's the caveat. it's We can't say shitty, so it's yeah. another S asterisk, 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 Why podcast. And it's taken off, man. As the old folks say, it sound like hotcakes. Guess you guys aren't ready for that yet. But your kids are going to love it. It's <laughs> selling like hotcakes, folks. So, things that, uh, that I'm doing... Uh, like I said, I'm filming a short film that I wrote and producing and acting in. That's going to be on the 9th and 10th. Very excited about that. Uh, it's all coming together very nicely. Hosting a comedy show again, a monthly comedy show, stand-up, which has been a lot of fun. We had a great turnout uh, this past week for the show. The next one's coming up on June 26th. It's a Tuesday at Three Weavers Brewing Company in Inglewood, California. Also, something uh, I am doing is I'm hosting... This new awesome podcast. You too? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know about it. It's called Another Shitty Podcast. That sounds oh, yeah. really familiar. I just heard about that from my friend Nick. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a podcast that I'm doing. But apparently it's like the title, it's 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 misleading because it's actually really cool to listen to. I mean, it's, ironic. it's, up, for inter- it's up for interpretation. Yeah. It's ironical. Who are ironical? you to tell anybody what to think? But yeah. if, if you want to look it up though, it's Another Shitty and Shitty spelled S asterisk Asterisk, 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 Y podcast. 
Zay, so, you could almost fill in the blank with anything. It's not necessarily <laughs> if you no, like liter- it. No, literally, you have to type in the asterisk. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All Zay, right, what? special guest Zay. Yeah, hey, uh, thanks for listening. I am so lucky, and uh, I had such a good time. Thanks for having me here tonight. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Here on this podcast here, and uh, I'm also, if you just want to go to my, my Instagram handle, it's ZayHarding1. And that's, that's, I post everything. I got pictures of my daughter, my wife, my art, my travels. Uh, it's just a fun way to keep up with what I'm doing. And that goes to Facebook and Twitter. So, but that's really where I, I focus my, my posts. Nice. Um, yeah. So follow me there and keep, keep listening to this podcast. Cause I guarantee you, this is going to like keep getting better and better. It already is where it needs to be, but you guys are going to start to realize it. And that's where it's going to really win. So hey man, keep up you. the support. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on another Shea Podcast. Woo! Woo! If you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here?